tonight's 100th episode, we're welcoming Jesse Malay on the show, a recording artist, blogger, and young female entrepreneur. She's going to share her advice for us on personal branding, goals, strategy, team, and creative entrepreneurship. Watch the entire 30 minutes, introduce yourself on the chat, and check in on Twitter using the hashtag YFEChat. <laughs> It's our 100th episode of YFE Chat Live, the live show that happens every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, here on YFELive.com. I'm your host, Jennifer Dono. You can tweet me at Jennifer Dono and use the hashtag YFE Chat Live or YFE Chat <laughs> for the next 30 minutes. Make sure, of course, that you introduce yourself on the chat. Tonight's episode is episode 100. We've just been listening to our featured guest, Jesse Malay. Is this song not the most fun ever? I've been dancing to it for the last week or so, and my son loves it. And she has a few other ones and they're all available on iTunes so make sure that you check that out so tonight's show episode 100 is brought to you by Ovali TV. Ovali believes in building community through shared experiences. We produce professional live webcasts that bring tribes together. And by MailChimp. MailChimp is the best way to design, send, and share email newsletters. You can get started today at MailChimp.com for free. Don't forget to sign up for our mailing list at yfe.me forward slash mailed it because that's where all of uh, the fun happens. You can stay uh, in touch with well, young female entrepreneurs. So before we bring our guest on, Jesse Malay, um, I wanted to talk about a few things that are going on with young female entrepreneurs. One thing is that if you're in the Seattle area, come hang out with me next Tuesday at 6 p.m. Uh, you can find out more about it in our Facebook group. Uh, I'll include that in the notes for the show because <laughs> I don't remember where to, you can get that. So then the action calendar is another thing that's happening. March, obviously, is starting on Saturday. If you're part of our mailing list, you'll get our action calendar tomorrow. And we're switching it up. Uh, switching it up a lot. So uh, just sign up for yfe.me forward slash mailed it to find out more. The theme is called Pictures of You. Um, the Cure <laughs> was a big part in, in putting that together. So just, just watch for it. And then Bootstrap Book Club, we're going to bring Stacy back on to feature a couple of the women that are in uh, Bootstrap Book Club. Uh, we've, we're reading The 48 Laws of Power, which I'm excited. I want to ask Jessie about. Uh, she uh, She's in the music industry, and our book, The 48 Laws of Power, was one of those books that um, the music industry really took hold of. It was kind of like an urban movement that they wanted to take back power from the music industry. So anyway... Stacy, who are the ladies that we're going to be featuring tonight? The two <laughs> ladies being featured tonight are Nelly Garcia and Mary Beth Starjohn. I'm super, super sorry if I'm butchering your name. <laughs> well, and I love their comments, too, in it. And I'm so yeah. grateful that they got involved. And one of them is a, a baker, right? I I'll always, always, always love the conversations that happen underneath the questions like even if you don't read the book and there's a cheat sheet for this book in the booster book club so you don't even have to read the book but like the conversations that happen are really where the cool stuff is so like come in participate in the conversations and really like engage with people and get a different perspective which is so so valuable absolutely yeah so uh nelly garcia owns rochelli.com it's a bakery and then mary beth's store Oh gosh, Mary Beth, just I apologize again with Stacy. Workable, workablewealth.com. So she's a, a financial planner. 
Um, so anyway, thanks, ladies, for being in Bootstrap Club. Stacy, where can everyone be tweeting you for the next 30 minutes for our 100th episode? <laughs> you guys can find me over at the YF Entrepreneur handle and at the hashtag YFE chat. Uh, and I will be there until, you know, the show ends or, you know, whatever. We'll hang out afterwards again, yeah. too. Once I say bye to Jesse, then we'll pull you back up and t- we'll talk about her. Yes. <laughs> All right. We have to wait till she's gone. Though, I know, so right? I, I don't sound stalkerish when I tell you how obsessed I am with her music right now. I think we all are. Isn't it fun? Uh, so, it is. So, Stacy, let's go ahead and uh, get going. Um, thank you so much for doing this with me. Thank you for having me and letting me hang out. And I'm super excited for episode 100. Congratulations to the whole community. Yay! Because without you guys, we can't do this. We just look like crazy people. Right. <laughs> Which we do sometimes, anyway. What? Whatever. So let's let's talk a little bit about our guest before we bring her on. Her name is Jessie Malay. She's a singer, dancer, fashion blogger, and she's a co-founder of the Coalition Group. Uh, so I don't know. I was telling her I don't know how you do all of this stuff. So we're gonna ask her. She's also a UCLA grad, and she's a Los Angeles native. So Jessie, thank you so much for joining us today much for having me. I'm really, really excited to be part of your 100th episode. That's so exciting. Well, and I was telling you when we were talking how excited I was to have you on specifically because you kind of encompass a broad spectrum of what it is to be a young female entrepreneur. You're that creative entrepreneur. You're um, you're the the person that chose themselves, that kind of a thing. So in that light, I want to talk about your background. So while you are the co-founder of this uh, media production company and you're a singer and a dancer and like we said all of your music's available on iTunes you have quite the extensive background before you got to this point so tell us a little bit yes. about that yes so um, I was I've, I've always pursued singing and dancing since I was little you know I would wake up in the morning at four years old line up all my stuffed animals in the family room get dressed up, put on my, you know, Madonna, Janet Jackson, Paul Abdul, Mariah Carey, whoever it was at the time, and perform for them. And um, things haven't changed that much till now. I'm, I'm still <laughs> very passionate about what I do. But um, I, I got into singing and dancing lessons as a little kid. Uh, and I was actually picked up for a girl group, an all-girl group signed to Jive Records called No Secrets as a teenager. Um, And then that ended at about 17 and I I was just not done. I wanted to keep going, keep pursuing it. Um, Met some new producers, worked on a demo, got signed to Warner Brother Records for a few years. And unfortunately over there at Warner Brothers, I didn't feel like um, I had enough creative control, but at the same time, I, at the time, I was still, I was only 18 or so, and I don't think I really had enough of an understanding of what I really wanted as an artist to really drive the ship either. So unfortunately, my time at Warner Brothers um, didn't go according to plan necessarily, but uh, I believe everything's meant to be. I, I was able to negotiate out of my contract with Warner, went back to UCLA, graduated, and started my own company, which is the Coalition Group. And it's, it's, it's a bit confusing. I'm going to try to break it down so it can make sense. But the Coalition Group is a collective of 
artists from all different walks of life. We have the production side, which uh, focuses on everything from music videos to now film. Uh, we have a music studio here, a music production company, um, headed up by my husband, actually, Brian Waters. And uh, he's got an artist named Six Reasons that's signed under the music group, as well as myself. And then we have a, a fine artist that also does graphic design. We have um, web designer. We have three in-house director editors, and um, that's that's who who we are as the coalition group. And uh, I don't even know where I'm going here. This is well, no. Okay, so let's let's take it back a bit because this is what really excited me about you was the idea yeah. that you were. You were chosen. You were a chosen one with these with these music <laughs> labels, and they picked you up and said, "Okay, let's go ahead and make some music here." Um, you know, you didn't necessarily have to put the cost up. You didn't have to worry about where am I going to get my next gig, that kind of thing, because you had someone right. there to support you. So, at what point did you say, "I'm going to go ahead and go solo"? And I want to bring up this quote. I think it was in Glamour magazine recently. Beyonce said, "I don't like to gamble, but if there's one thing I'm willing to bet on, it's myself." And I feel like yeah. that really exemplifies you. So, at what point? did you say I'm gonna go ahead and go off on my own and what was the process like in doing that well um, first uh, first of all I love that quote I really believe that you know if you don't believe in yourself first no one else will so I, I really love that quote um, and you know for me after my time with Warner I really I really did some soul-searching I went back to UCLA like I said and actually took some time completely away from singing and dancing and performing altogether. And it was during that time that I realized, really realized that that's exactly what I meant to do. So um, I, I just couldn't stay away from it. I just couldn't stay away. Um, and over this last year, I've really been focusing on recording an EP, which I'm releasing this month or next month. And um, all, all hands on deck. <laughs> so, well, let's, all right, let's take it, let's take it even further back. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> So yeah. you're, I, all right, so I grew up dancing. I danced through college, yes. and then at some point I was just like, I'm not going to do this anymore, and I just kind of gave okay. up. And I feel like a lot of girls do that. When you're eight years old, everyone wants to be a dancer. When you're 22, everyone wants to own their own business. I mean, everyone aspires to be that type of a thing. Yet you continue doing it. You persevered. You said, this is what I'm going to do no matter what. So what sets you apart from other people where, you know, most of us would have given up by now? Um, you know what? A lot of that has to do with my with my team, my friends, my family, and the fans that I've had since No Secrets days that that continually support me and not only support me but have really joined joined the movement, joined my team, and are making it happen. Um, I really don't even see myself as as I see myself as a, a product, almost as a project, as as a movement that um, I can work with a collective of people to move, to push forward and um and who's who are you working with exactly so you said your husband is doing the the music production side in the studio and yes. the, then you have a co-founder a um, co-founder yes of the coalition sorry of ahead. the coalition group and how did you find her um we met through a mutual friend actually completely randomly um and have been friends for eight years now and um, she comes from a film background. So she went to school in New York for film. 
Um, I came from the music world and we kind of joined forces and decided to start shooting music videos for some of our other friends that have, you know, bands or or, uh, just needed visuals to accompany their work. So that's how we met and really got going with the coalition group, with the production side of things. And then one thing led to another, you know, my my husband is a music producer, also had a streetwear clothing brand. Um, His brother is an artist. And we've met a bunch of other people that have the same kind of goals as we do. And, and that's how we really came together. Oh, that's so cool. So, yeah. I mean, there's got to be some strategy behind all this. You, it sounds like the coalition group came first after going to UC- Did you go to UCLA for um, business school or was that just like a, what did you go to school for? No, I actually, I went back and got my degree in world arts and cultures. So I was actually <laughs> able, I know, I know, what is that, right? But we, um, I, I got to, I got to do a lot of um, dancing and and art studies that still apply and helped so much in what I'm doing today. So, um, yeah. It, it, so who has the business experience in the team? Is this something that you guys are all just figuring out as you go? Or is there someone my, else? My husband went to business school. He graduated from, from uh, USC for, for bus- in business school. Yeah, had his master's in business. Um, and then other than that, yeah, it really is something we're all figuring out. Well, you as- know, I feel like anyone, no matter how much business school you've had, there is uh, just an element of you've got to just get in there and figure stuff out. We talked Absolutely. to someone in Los Angeles last year that that was kind of the same thing. At some point, you just have to try out some of the theories you've been talking about. So you have this production company. Now, yes. Jesse, another thing that I got excited about that people are are going to be able to relate to you with is that you are a very successful lifestyle blogger. Um, my white tea is huge. The photos that you put on there are beautiful, Thanks. and there's just something very relatable about you. So, at what point did you say, you know what, I'm I'm doing this whole singing thing and dancing, and I own this company, and now I'm going to you know throw blogging into the mix? <laughs> <laughs> well. Um, you know what's funny about it is is fashion and blogging actually came out of um, people constantly telling me that I didn't understand style. Like people would constantly tell me that I didn't understand my own sense of style, that I didn't understand. You know, as an artist, everyone wants to create you and make you this other thing, you know, wants to make you a gaga or, you know, put you in this box and, and really craft you into what they think you should be. So I, I kind of got sick of that. And I was just like, you know what? You're wrong. <laughs> I have a great sense of style and I'm going to prove it to you. So um, I, I started fashion blogging and it's really fun for me because it's just the easiest way to kind of, I, I love fashion because it, it's the easiest way to express yourself on a daily basis, I think. You know, that's what I really love about it. And um, I, I also got really inspired, you know, once Instagram really picked up and seeing all the other fashion bloggers and what they're doing. And um, that's that's when I decided to start my own blog just about 10 months ago now. Oh my gosh, seriously, yeah. 10 months ago? <laughs> yeah, just about 10 months ago. And I, but I've, I've been going really, really hard on it the last three months. So when you and say he, going really hard at it, what does that yeah. mean? Um, well, like I said before, uh, I, I would just blog from time to time, maybe once a week, put up a post. And in the last two to three months, I've started taking it a lot more seriously. I met with a couple other, you know, influencers in the fashion blogging world. And their advice to me was just to, you know, post more, post more often, um, and really engage your, your audience, really build 
within this community and um it's 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 been so much fun well that's interesting that you say you know uh to to increase the quantity but what sets you apart from others is that yes you're increasing quantity but you're also keeping up the same quality if not improving it with each image that we see uh so i mean that's that that continues into your videos because you just put out a cover of a john legend song i don't know if it was just but it was it was recently and uh and you could have just done because i see these all the time my son is three years old and he's on youtube always looking at like these little kids in studios where they sing to the camera behind the microphone that's something you could have just done but you went out and did a full-on video production that was gorgeous so i mean so the strategy here with the coalition group and the blog and your singing career is there a strategy? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I feel like there is just looking at it from the outside, or are you guys just trying stuff out? Oh, no, no, no. There's, there's a ton of strategy behind it. Um, everything, we, we, we definitely, we have the means to, so we feel that we need to put out very high-quality content. There's, there's, um, there's no reason not to, you know, and we're all creatives here. Uh, we, love, we love doing everything like I said from music videos to film so um we uh even even for something like a YouTube video like you were saying yeah I could I could sit here in in front of my laptop and and sing the song which is nice too you know but if we have the capabilities to go out to the beach and shoot something lovely why not you know um but in terms of strategizing we do we do a lot of it we keep up on our emails all day long every single day we do a lot with google docs remain in constant communication our office space itself really uh, lends itself to to easy communication. You know, if we need to talk to each other, someone else on the team, we can just walk down the hallway, which makes it really nice. Um, and we keep a constant calendar going. Well, then let's uh, talk about that as far as your team goes. You work in what you've called a compound. Yes. <laughs> which I, I love that you call it the compound. So how does everyone stay on the same page? Like you said, you have Google Docs. Is you have weekly team meetings? We do. Is it strategic that you have? I mean, because it sounds like everyone that you work with is, is friends. I mean, you're all people that you kind of knew before you got into the coalition group. Was yes. everything that you're doing... Um, well, tell us what you're doing as far as keeping the team together. Okay, so um, yeah, most of us were we're brought together by by friendship, um, and sometimes that gets hard because we are friends first, and we work together all day long. We go home and go out together at night, and you know um, it can be a lot. But um, we just remain, like I said, in, in constant communication, constant contact. We keep our email chains going. Um, we we are really serious about our to-do lists, our Google Docs, calendars, and then we set weekly meetings, um, usually bi-weekly meetings, Mondays and Fridays, um, and we assign task managers to each specific project just to make sure everything is still moving. So there's Uh, someone that's in charge of it that's able to go out to the team. That makes sense. So as far as the team goes I mean you so you're working with all of your best friends and your husband and then you also have people on the outside I mean you have dancers you have I'm sure you bring in some type of contract work when you depending on what client you're working on uh, or working with and so how do you make sure that you choose the right person especially when like I said you're all friends and you bring in this outsider um that can also be very difficult uh 
really it's important it's it, it is really all trial and error i can't say we've had a completely clean track record you know we've um i've worked with some some people that are no longer part of the team now but um it's really about finding other people that have that same goal and or that have the same you know um work ethic as you do i think that's what it really boils down to that makes sense. And your work ethic must be insane. So can you just give us a, a brief preview of what your day looks like? Because like, like we've yeah. been saying, you have these three different entities and they all kind of work together really nicely. Are you are you doing any client work yourself or do you st- stick strictly to the Jesse Malay brand within everything? Um, I, I work both with clients and myself obviously all day long um but yeah so a a normal day for me or a normal week um mondays i tried to set apart for shooting for the blog um i try to get three looks done on monday so that i have something to post throughout the week i post tuesdays thursdays and sundays um then we keep normal office hours here you know uh we're Usually, most of us here are about a nine to six, but some of us stay till two, three in the morning sometimes. Oh, um, yeah. So during the day, Luisa and I, who's who's my partner in the coalition group, we focus on the the production side of things, whether that be writing treatments for new clients for music videos, or or taking meetings with new clients here at the office, or. Um, scouting locations for the next shoots, just uh, watching reference videos to get inspiration. Um, then around 5.30, most days, I head down the hall to the music studio where my husband lives, basically. And um, I meet with him and then these other two really, really, really talented musicians, Mika Lett, who's an insanely talented writer and singer herself, and Philip Whitey Bianco, who is also an extremely talented singer, songwriter, and vocal producer. And um, at night from about 5.30 until whenever, we can keep our eyes open until we write and record and and, uh, are working on my EP and then uh, also music for for other artists as well. So how do you stay profit focused in all of this uh, when you're when you're doing all this fun creative stuff? I mean, like I was saying earlier at 8 years old, I would have given anything to be able to make money and sing and dance and do that kind of a thing. But with the coalition group, I'm assuming that brings in a lot of the the capital necessary to do some of the things that you're doing. So yeah. how do you make sure that you stay focused on bringing in uh, the clients <laughs> and then making sure that each project is profitable? Yes, um, it, it gets it gets really it gets really difficult sometimes, especially when like now, for example, I'm amping up to release this EP in March. Um, so a lot of my time is completely focused on my music and um, starting to market the EP and getting the videos ready and everything. But um, where our strength lies is really in in the team. When I'm focusing on all of that, Luis is able to still focus on meeting with our clients. Or like, for example, right now we're shooting a reality show called Young Love, and she's, she's out there right now at, at the shoot. Um, where uh, I'll be heading after this. So we really, we break up tasks. Um, We're really lucky to have so many people on the team. So now you started the fashion blog just 10 months ago and then you, when did the coalition group start? We started the coalition group um, about three years ago now. And then when did you become an independent artist? 
I became an independent artist. Well, I, I, I really just got back into music a year ago. So, so you do things quickly. <laughs> so, you know, it's so funny that you say quickly because to me, I mean, it doesn't seem that way, but I, it's nice to hear that you think, yeah, quickly. That's a great point. <laughs> one, of, uh, one of the past guests, Heidi Allstop, she has an app that um, that helps teens communicate, and I'm forgetting what the, the app is right now. But anyway, uh, she said to anchor high, and I love the idea that you said this doesn't feel like it's happening quickly to where other young female entrepreneurs getting a blog up in 10 months like that and just starting your singing career and having hundreds of thousands of people listen to you every day. That seems like laser fast <laughs> movement to me. So I like the idea that you anchor high and you set those high expectations for yourself. So uh, what advice would you give to other young female entrepreneurs on making movement quickly? Is that something that, um, well, what's your advice on it? Um, I, I'm really big on setting big milestones and then a bunch of other smaller goals to help you get to each. And I try to think of them like a calendar. So I try to think of, try to set out major milestones as if they're the seasons of the year and then smaller goals to get to them as if they're like the months of the year. Does that make sense? Yeah. And visualizing it that way. It does make sense. And uh, do you get your team involved with it? Is this something that you actually write down? Do you put it in a calendar? What do you do once you actually say, this is my big goals, this is what I'm going to do to get there? Google Docs. Google Docs. <laughs> yeah. I, can't, I can't emphasize that enough. We, we live by them. Um, and yeah, it's really, I can't stress enough either how important communication is because, um, you know, you may have these goals and, and things in your minds, but if you can share them with your team and, and, and others, you, um, it's just so much easier to get to them. Well, and I love quickly. that you're doing this with your friends and your husband, you know, as far as employees and that type of a thing goes. And that's for anyone, whether you have a big team of people or if you're just solo as far as the ownership over your business. We have young female entrepreneurs on all the time that talk about their team, where they're talking about their family, their husbands, their their kids, their neighbors. They enlist everyone. And I think that's a great yeah. reminder to set those goals and then get everyone helping you on achieving them uh, Lord, yeah so the the other piece of you that I wanted to talk about was this personal brand like you said everyone was trying to force you into these different boxes like you're gonna be the next lady gaga or you need to look more like this person right so how do you decide what to share uh, through social media because you like you said you're very active on it how do you decide what photos to share what items to put up on Twitter this is a big thing out of the 48 laws of power yeah. that we're reading it's law four that we just discussed and it was the the uh, say less law. Uh, so how do you decide what to actually put out? Um, I actually, I do put a lot of thought into it. Uh, I usually at night, the night before I'll mark out what I, what pictures, for example, I want to post on Instagram for the next day. Um, and I usually post at around the same time every day, but what's most important I think is actually to establish three main things. Number one, your own sense of aesthetic values. Number two, uh, what demographic you're shooting for. And number three, what you really want to say about yourself. So for example, with my white tee, um, I, I know I really love a lot of texture and color and um, really capturing that LA lifestyle. Um, and I know I want to shoot for the 13 to 30 demographic. And I know I want them to understand that 
um, fashion is just the most simple way to express yourself on a daily basis. So um, in establishing just those three things alone, it helps me to have a much deeper understanding of my brand, which in turn helps under others understand what it is as well. So I'd say just really establishing those three points you know, is so key. That's a common thread through all of our shows where if I'm drawn to people by the images that they show on Instagram. I love, I always say this, I love the network just because you're able to really get a glimpse of who someone is through it. And yes, yes. It's, it's filtered and people complain all the time. It's not authentic. We don't see people at their worst days. Well, as a business owner, I don't want people to see me at my worst day. I'm putting together a brand here. And I love that. It's just, I hope everyone takes this home that the idea that you've taken time to put together what it is, this brand packaging, what it is that you're showing to the world. And it's not just something that you do on a daily, you know, on a whim. Oh, let's go ahead and put this up. But there's actual thought behind it. And I think that's a great reminder that this just doesn't happen. You know, it's not just luck out there. It's a lot of hard work and preparation, too. Absolutely. I can't stress that enough. I mean, I, like I said, I've been doing this since I was 14. So it, it's 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 not by coincidence that these people that are in successful positions are where they are. I mean, there's a lot. That's do you feel on. like there's any, uh, and we're, get, we're running out of time, but do you feel like there's any um, mindset type of a, is there a reason why, like going back to my original question at the beginning, is there a reason why you're doing better? I mean, there's people that are working just as hard as you, Jesse, but you, for some reason, have risen up to the top. Do you think there's something that you carry yourself or handle yourself differently than them as far as like maybe positive thinking or anything like that? Absolutely positive thinking. I can't stress enough the importance of my team and family. I'm so blessed to be able to work with my friends and my husband and my family every day. Um, and you know what? I, I believe in myself. I think that's a big difference in itself. I think um, a lot of people um, don't know why they're shooting for being a, a singer or a, a fashion blogger or whatever have you. Um, and I think just establishing why you got in and and, rem- and, and uh, remembering the passion that you initially felt will help you. Very yeah. nice. That's great advice. Remembering <laughs> why it is that you got started and always having that in the forefront and then having the people around you that supports you and being someone that people want to support, being someone that people go out of their way to rally around. I think that really says something about you. I said that you remind me a lot about uh, of Selena and I used, I loved that movie with Jennifer Lopez. I loved Lopez. that movie too. I loved it. And it, <laughs> your your personality really reminds me of her and it's someone that people are just attracted to and I think that's uh, uh you know just from an outsider's perspective. I'm sure that helped as far as your success goes but jesse so where can everyone find out more about you um grab like you said you've got what do you call it an ep (laughs) yes yes i have an ep coming out next month um which we're shooting videos for now um and it will be available on itunes but also check out my website that's jmalay.com and you can pretty much reach every other avenue through that website um there are videos music photos, uh, the link to my fashion blog, which is mywhitetea.com. That's mywhitejustthetea.com. Also, check me out on youtube.com slash Malay, And of course, Instagram at jessiemalay, J-E-S-S-I-M-A-L-A-Y, and at mywhitetea. 
Yay. Jesse, thank you so much for doing this with us thank tonight. Thank you so much for having me. You are so much fun to follow, and hopefully everyone will pop over, especially to Instagram. You have to follow Jesse on Instagram, <laughs> for sure. It's, it's required. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> All right, Jesse. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. All right, everyone, you've just been watching Jessie Malay. Make sure that you check out her website. Wasn't that fun? She's so inspiring and just a positive, happy, bubbly person that you want to be around, <laughs> which I think is um, definitely a game changer for a lot of people in business. And I want to give a spe special shout out to Molly Welch. She's um, an executive assistant. Or The way that I found out about Molly was through Allie Brown. She was the executive assistant for Allie Brown and since then has started her own company and already has her first employee. Um, Molly someone I absolutely adore. So if you need any type of executive assistant, assistant, any kind of calendar management work, make sure that you check her out. I'll include her link below this video. But she introduced me to Jesse. So it's all about the company you keep, people. Let's make sure that we remember that. <laughs> all right. So everyone, you've been watching YFE Chat Live, the weekly live show that happens every Thursday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern for 30 minutes. You can find us on YouTube and iTunes by searching for Young Female Entrepreneurs. And of course, sign up for yfe.me forward slash mailed it to keep in the loop with everything Young Female Entrepreneurs. This has been Jennifer Dono. Thank you so much for watching our 100th episode.